What happens if you go into a Yiddish store with Gaisha workers or vice versa and you find Chomets there, especially we'll talk about after Pesach. So Sif Al says, A store that belongs to Yid. It's full with right? It's full with, with, with produce and uh, whatever the store sells. And there's the Kalim of the store. But right, Shal Yisrael, it's a Yid store. The work is and staff. So Any chometz found the story of the Pesach is also bahana. But if the chanos shall ena yehudi, if the goyish own store, umlai shall ena yehudi, right? And the schayru, all the items in the store, is filled with belongs to the guy, belongs to the storekeeper. But upayalim yichnasim l'sham yisrael, but the Yiddish workers. You don't have to assume it came from the Yiddish workers. You can assume it came belonged to the Gaisha on the store. Kachi gives his Rashi. It's a price on Psachim of Lamanal. Rebbeinu Hai, Avabeinu Chananal, Gaius Behapach. So there's a machlek is how to understand this sugya. Alright, so Rashi holds that if the store belonged to Yid and the workers are Gaius, the stuff is motor. But it's not his answer, but if it belonged to if the store belonged to a guy and the workers are eaten, it's mutter. And the Rakhana holds the opposite. So let's see Mishabusiv Khan now. Pedush Hashiru, Maisha Yashir, pass, what type of stuff was the guy selling? Bread. The Ayin Khiagavna, it's a food store. Upayala Manichnasm Sham the workers who come to Ainu Lasis Malacha, Shmishtal Mikhis Hashiru. Either they're salesmen or they're coming in, you know, to do construction or whatever, or they are salespeople, or they or they or they're cashiers or anything else. Also, why? The Talinon, we assume that the Chomets found the store belong to the store. Even though the workers are there every day. Because the fact the store sells Chomets, that's Kavua, that's regular. It's more probable that it must be during the Bediki, the storekeeper didn't find the Chomets. Pesach <laughs> You can't be toilet, you can't assume that the Goyish storekeeper brought it down Pesach, because it was called Pesach. Right? And you know, show the Chomets from before Pesach. But I mean, I would have thought maybe Maybe I could say maybe this Chomets was left to by one of the workers. Right? Before Pesach, and therefore it's Chomet Shalom Pesach. So you say, no, Shem Shirul Shalom Kedem Pesach. Kamash Melondai Lamin Nachi. Kamash Melondai, you know that when you have food in the store, you don't assume it came from the workers, assume it came from the storekeeper. Salma Gavis Behapach, the opposite, Sifkan Hei. The Husavah, what is this man down the hall? The Talinum, we assume, Talinum Yes, it's more of a something about Poilum Shemitzin Yisham Talmud. It's more likely belongs to the workers. Whether we're being lenient or being stringent. Like the first, like Rashi and Rabbeinu Hai.
The Machal brought first. Those who say the loy pligi cloud, that really, that those say there's no machloik between Rashi and Rebbeinu Chanan. The loy kami day of Basraisel begun shalhayu bechnus mina mazmirak shalashayus. And where was Rebbeinu Chanan saying? It's more likely that it came from the worker, not the storekeeper. When the food, when the store is not a food store, you go into a furniture store, or you go into a, a gift shop, and you find food there, right? I'm not talking about today's gift shops that also have candy dishes too, full, right? But you go into a non-food store, right, and you find a food item. So who do you assume that food came from? So in that case, Rebbe Nechanan said that you assume it came from the workers, because the storekeeper doesn't have food there to sell. Right? So Yeshe Kosu, that those who say the mutter ba'anavas b'achil, you have a nobi shouldn't eat it. The Yesh mekil, now those who make a vayimim the gam b'achil mutter. Some say you can even eat it. Kishas vegan darbanan, those little kula, like every other sophic darbanan, that you could be mekil. So this is machloikis. Okay, so you have to everyone should consult their own rav. Mishabur is not machia. Ve'im ba'aisay makim rav yisrael matzuyim. If in that area rav yisrael is nimsa. Then you have to assume amongst the Yid. So, if Rav storekeepers or Rav shareholders or major shareholders are Yid, right? So, in today's day, if that would be true, then in the grocery business, let's say, so you have to assume it belongs to a Yid, right? Pesach is also old when, it's, when you find it right after Pesach. Aisha Pas Yashan, or it's old bread, she actually, you can't say. That is from before Pesach, that was baked after Pesach. So if you have a Suffolk, it belongs to Yiddish guy. And you can also be toilet that this is likely from after Pesach, then you can be Mekel. So this is if you find it on the road. Find something on the road, it's more likely if it could have been baked after Pesach. Then it was baked before Pesach, and it belonged to a Yid, right? That's it. Today's day and age with stores, that the average shelf life in the store is a week to ten days minimum. That's in a good, in a good supermarket, right? So if I, you're not going to have this hat there of saying that it could have been after Pesach, it's more likely, because, right? Because no, I know if you walk in two days after Pesach, it's more likely that it was there already before Pesach. So you have to know, each case, what the Metzius is. Simon Tov Nun. What happens is a partnership with Yidin and Goyim, or you lend it to a Yid or Goyim, Chomets over Pesach. What do we do in such cases? If anybody who's Bamitz over Pesach and Bamitz of Shetels on this, on the Shot, Shuchomets of Shutfin. But Machabes has survived. Yisrael Shalava Kikim Mechaveri. A Yid, what happened to the Yid borrows a loaf of bread from his friend? From another Yid, Kaidim Pesach, for Pesach. Tzorkel Poroi Acha Pesach. You go on by breakfast on Erev Pesach. You knock on your neighbor's door, you lend your loaf of bread. After Pesach, you got to pay him back. If you don't pay him back, it's theft. What's it coming to teach us? Fifteen minutes before the time, it's us, you go over to your neighbor and you borrow a loaf of bread. 
because the whole chiluk is just a tiny amount. There's something that people are mocked on, and therefore we don't view it as interest. You're not paying back interest or extra on the loan. You give me a loaf of bread, I give you a loaf of bread. What changes? The loaf is not the exact same. I know two loaves are the exact same to the millimeter, the exact same size, the exact same weight, the exact, you know, milli ounce, whatever you want to call it. So, but since people learned that this is the assumption, we don't consider that's not considered ribbis. Siv Beis. Yisrael shemekal me'ne Yehudi b'ribbis kikari z'bechal shavuah. A guy owes a yid money, and he pays him back with a loaf of bread every week. Like there's a baker, let's say. And he makes up a deal, I'll lend you money, or whatever it is, and you'll pay me back, right? Every week he'll send me a loaf of bread. So, this week, don't give me a loaf of bread, give me flour or money. And Kiran Shehisnakach, once he made this condition, even if on Isrukach he shows up and says, Here's your loaf of bread for last week, here's your loaf of bread for this week, then I owe you, right? So, that, because the guy could have paid you back the money or the, or the, or the flour, right? And not giving you back helmets, and he decides to pay you back helmets, even he's paying it back to you for the week of Pesach. That's called that he's giving it to you instead of the money, and therefore it's mutter. So Mishnah Bru says, "Yehim leikayin." You should tell him before. Now, Tom, why did you should tell him this before before Pesach? The Kiddushin is chayil itlay b'chol shvur kiko. Since he has to give you every week a loaf of bread, im kainim so kishmi yachid da'akam akiga le'Pesach. When the guy puts away this loaf of bread aside for you on Pesach, have you even cried zocher by? It's like these souls that he's zochin it. He's, you know, he's zochin for the yid, yid b'shleib b'fanav. Avi kilo avra al pesach al chametz yisrael. It's like just like the yid has chametz on pesach. The hachi therefore tzarich lahasas yim ayif. You should make a condition shabavur shavur shal pesach. That for the week of pesach, and you want to take your courage, you know, on a loaf. Rak a camel shalom. You want the equivalent in flour. A demei shavin. You know, you should pay you back the equivalent. Or you could tell him to give you two loaves a week next week. That was big deal to Pesach. Therefore, even if he did set aside a few uh, loaves on Pesach, doesn't matter. Because they're not Until he gives it back, since you told him to give you back flour, and said, we view that bread as one to the guy the entire time. Even those who prepared it before Pesach, but if you didn't make the condition that he should give you back that week flour or money, you could accept the loaves of bread from after Pesach. Why? Because for the week of Pesach, and even though. He puts it aside for the guy, for the yid on Pesach. The chol's manshloi bo l'rishus yisrael aizachem. The yid is not zayichin it until what? Until it comes to his hands, right? Because we we pass in kinyanim that in order for a yid to have a kinyan from a guy, he has to do mishicha on metafla. He has to do mishicha. So since he didn't take it from the guy, he was never kind it. That kikar that he set aside doesn't belong to the yid. It's only a chayv. It's best not to do this. It's best to make it tonight with the guy. But if you didn't, but the average, you could accept it from the guy. We'll stop over here.